The Right Hook Podcast. With the Mitsubishi Commercial Range, Pajero Executive, Pajero Commercial, Outlander Business and new L200. All with a leading five-year commercial warranty. MitsubishiMotors.ie It's Tuesday travel with, of course, uh, Moncon McGann back where he rightfully belongs behind a travel microphone. Moncon, welcome back. Um, Where are we going today? So the last, we we did the beer tour of Ireland uh, when I came back. Then we were looking at Turkey, at Cappadocia, which you weren't overly blown away by. So this week it's international and I'm looking at Africa. I'm going to want to look at Mozambique. Mozambique? Yeah, well, like, like, so Bob Dylan only once in his life gave travel advice and was in a song where he goes, I liked to spend some time in Mozambique the sunny skies is aqua blue and all the couples dance to cheek to cheek it's very nice to stay a week or two so Dylan even Bob that, Dylan that doesn't rhyme I like to spend in his bad voice you know <laughs> some time in Mozambique the sun is da, 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 da. it does if you go with that rhythm to it alright yeah. okay Mozambique Portuguese exactly yeah okay yeah, not, I mean, I suppose no colonising force is very nice, but the Portuguese were particularly bad just because they were poor, okay? So they didn't have the grace, they didn't have the magnificence. Even Belgium, you know, who ruined the Congo so much, at least had a huge amount of money to invest in it. But, but you know, being colonised by a poor country is even worse because they just root everything out of it. But but first, I mean, why you're going there is basically 2,500 kilometres of white sandy coastline, pristine coastline that has never been developed <clears throat> right beside. So when you think of the most glorious coastline in South Africa, basically you have the exact same, like Mozambique and South Africa share a border, the same beautiful forest, the same wilderness, the same beaches, but no one there. Now, hold on now. Mozambique is not an island. No, no, no. All right, it's actually on the continent of Africa. Yeah, exactly. It's this long strip of the country on the east coast. Because just in historical terms, when Mm. the Angola conflict and all this was coming up, they used to bring a lot of the stuff through Mozambique, I remember, and there was a train or something. Yeah. Because Angola, I think, was Portuguese as well. It's the Portuguese part of Africa. Exactly. And yeah, and there's a famous place called Isla, the island of Mozambique. That's what you think. The Ah, the main main sort of centre in the 16th century trade centre was the Isla, the island, the islands off Mozambique. Ah, yeah. that's what I'm thinking mm-hmm. of. Okay, now we better get there. Yes. This could be a tricky place to get to, no? no? I mean, no, thank God. Thanks to sort of Ethiopian airlines now flying Dublin, Addis Ababa or Kenya Airlines flying via London, one can get there cheaply. Yes, you're not going to fly there directly. So you're either going to fly via Joburg, via Addis Ababa with uh, Ethiopian or via you know Nairobi with Kenya but uh, with Kenya Airways but either way it's not going to cost you very much like maximum top of the season 880 euros but you can get it off season for like 660 euros um, but it, but you're going to have sun and sand no matter what time of the year you go. Oh, probably. it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, so I mean, it is it's sort of it, it, the ideal time is to go is in our winter where it's just it's perfect down there. The thing is, as you say, you get this, it's one of the few countries, it probably, it's the only country in Africa where there's a really strong developed cultural creative art scene and also this mix of cultures. So if we said the Arab traders were there with their dows plying the coast, coast for centuries, then this whole, the Portuguese brought their entire Mediterranean feel, which still is like there in the food, but it's all local food. So it's crayfish, cashew nuts, coconuts and giant prawns, but cooked in a slightly 
this Mediterranean Portuguese way with, with sort of a certain Arab influence too. Now, the only thing I would ask you here yeah. is um, we have to uh, realise, uh, you know, the world has changed place uh, in 2016. Mm-hmm. Are we okay lying out on the beach and walking the streets and doing all that sort with of With regard stuff? to safety, yeah. yeah. You certainly are. No, Mozambique has had, like, so Mozambique has a bad reputation, as you say, because first the Portuguese, they, 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 the local Mozambicans first tried to, tried to fight for independence in the late 60s in the same way with all the other countries in Africa at the, at the time. But Portuguese kept their clinch so hard on it that it was only sort of 1972-74 that they finally um, got sort of 74 they finally left. But they stripped the place bare of all infrastructure all machinery, all factories and left with no educated class uh, Mozambique. So they were in a bad way. South Africa, meanwhile its neighbour, looks at this. Mozambique is suddenly in a weak uh, prone position and South Africa realised this is our time to just get in there and we can take the land whatever's left so they started fueling a right wing guerrilla faction which then caused this tragic civil war um, in you know, Mozambique yeah, basically from just after independence, after 1974, up until 1992. And that killed hundreds and thousands of Mozambicans. It obliterated the national parks and blew up any remaining uh, infrastructure that was there. So it was a tragic story until 1992 and no one would have dared go there. Okay? But 1992 is only 24 years ago. Exactly. And when you see the changes, it is now really? growing. It is like the poster child for investors. When, when foreign investors are looking at what we've done to a country, Mozambique have, because they were so broken and because they didn't have an education system, they took gladly and willingly whatever advice they got from international communities. And now they're putting in like really impressive agricultural uh, sort of development ideas. They're going to Costa Rica. They're going to Mexico and seeing who was the most successful pineapple growers or coconut growers and they're replicating that. So money is wow. coming in. Ireland is helping a lot with the judicial system in, in Mozambique because everything had to be rebuilt from the ground up. So Maputo is the capital. Uh, again, you know, a bombed out capital is never going to be the most glorious. Any of the great buildings that are there are almost gone. The train station is this beautiful building built by one of the engineers of, of Eiffel, of the Eiffel Tower fame. So a wonderful sort of extravaganza in wrought, um, in wrought steel and iron uh, with these great pillars, a latticework of pillars and verandas and this lime green uh, facade. But inside it is... Um, is now a centre of art. Now, as I told you, you don't look to Africa for art, you know, unless you're looking for, you know, primitive sculptures. But the thing is, Mozambique has a thriving art scene. Like, a lot of people, will, you ask them what they are on the streets, they're artists. It's like the now, only... Oh, bang, back up truck here for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Like, week after week, you come in here, and it doesn't matter whether it's Longford Westmead of Happy Memory <laughs> or it's Mozambique, you're banging on about artists. Now... Yeah. Why? Because I mean, what I want to get well, people I off the for beach. One, yeah. I for one don't want to be looking at paintings. No, and I'm sure there's a truck. No, 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 no. Like you have, you don't want to look at paintings. That's not true. You and I have an agreement. You don't want to spend too much time in temples, and I don't give you temples. Last week was under an underground eight stories of underground bloody citadels. It was phenomenal. But I, you, you, you ditch that. So I, I don't do churches and temples. But art, modern art, uh, like anyway. But if you don't want it, the famous artists who have made like an international impression yeah. on the world are the likes of Malaga. And Sisano, both of those you can go and see Mozambique their houses. Mozambicans, exactly. You can right. Go and see their houses. They're being sold in New York for the same, almost same price as Picasso. These are international, really? and I love that idea because it shows we rarely think of Africa on an international stage. We think of them, you know, they're they're good for sewing little, for yeah, sort of weaving yeah. tapestries. But this is they are. It shows their confidence. It shows the culture that was there and their houses. The houses of both Malangatanga and Sisana, um, Sisano Alberto, oh, sorry Alberto Cisano are 
beautifully they're, they're the old villas that were there these sort of colonial villas with their artworks in situ otherwise or you can go to the these main guys exhibition. are dead now are they're they? dead now yeah right okay. but the Nucleus del Arte there's still a whole new breed of young artists in a colonial sort of buildings right in the centre of town and you can go join there just either painting or hanging out drinking coffee and it's a way of engaging with Africans on a like to like it's not going and see the tribal village you know? alright so, now um, remind me because I did go there um, yeah, yeah. to my shame because it was artistic what's the name of the fellow is he's got a house in Barcelona. It's a famous house. No, you you mean oh, you're not? It's not it's not Gaudi. It's not the sculpture. Gaudi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, mm-hmm. Ga- sorry, exactly. The sculptor was and the he? museum. Yeah. Well, no, he designed these architectural buildings with all yeah. these tile work and all. And these he designed things. a cathedral. Of exactly. Tokyo. That's yeah, it. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Gaudi. That's the guy. That's it. I yeah, went yeah. in that house now, so I'm not a complete philosopher. See, exactly. And it just shows. So it was there. And gift. I went to the Tate. I think it was yeah. to see Leonardo da Vinci's work. That now. Well, dragged by the lovely Ingrid, but. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, so, but hold a while now. Yeah. All right, we got the art. Yeah, but and the only reason I'm saying there's nothing else to be fair in Maputo. Okay, you've you <laughs> rumbled me. There is not. It's a bombed out. So you stay there when you, you arrive into Maputo because that's the flight is going to be in there. And then, you know, there's two. There's only two hotels you're going to stay in. George is going to stay in the Hotel Cardoso. It's the big old hotel right in the centre yeah. beside the, the, the Natural History Museum. The only thing great about the Natural History Museum a few, and some nice grandiose colonial architecture, a few bit of taxidermy, but also the largest collection of elephant fetuses in the world. Fetuses? Yes, if that interests you, the largest okay. collection. Oh, yeah. Where does Mongon stay? I'm going to stay in by Base Backpackers, a nice cheery sort of place, just about four rooms with bunk beds in it. It's good. I recommend it. So the problem with Mozambique I'm saying glorious. It's totally undeveloped. There isn't a tourist infrastructure in in Mozambique. So, alright. So, what about if you want to head? Like most people now, yeah. want to head for the beach. They yeah. want a hotel and they want a swimming pool yeah. and they want a beach and then Mon they want some kind of a, some kind of instruction. Don't uh, you worry. Kind, not instructions. Excursions. I know. Yeah, you can just pack your little beach towel and your shovel. You're ready, George. I'm going to go bring you seven. Hours north of Tofu. <laughs> I swear. Look, there's a one-hour flight, easy, but do not take the flight. The seven-hour bus trip is. It, the road is quite good. It's just, it's, it's it's quite good, but it's an opera. It's a melodramatic opera. Being on a Mozambican bus, uh, Moncon. I think yeah. bus Aaron are missing the <laughs> trick by not having you as their ambassador. I've never met anybody who wants to go on a bus for such if long d- periods. If you did, but I could promise you, if you did this seven-hour bus, it'd be the best day of your holiday. Everyone is looking after you. They're giving giving you, you know, corn stalks, they're giving you whatever they have, little breadcrumbs, dough balls they've, they've prepared for the road. They'll give you a beer halfway through. It is so much fun. But okay, if you want, there's a flight, one hour flight. We are going up to Tofo, okay? Now, Tofo is basically miles of pristine beach with some really amazing surfing. Two, the sort of two main surfing uh, areas, Barra and Tofino. You can imagine, you're surfing for pennies compared to how much it would cost in Europe. Yeah. But also great snorkeling. And the thing, the reason why people snorkel here is this probably is the best place in the world to see whale sharks. At the right season, basically between October... You're not going to go snorkeling along a whale shark. Yeah, yeah, no, these are these very... They're, they're these very big... They're like sunfish, you know, these big, right. slow-moving, oh, beautiful... They're, so they're not going to eat you. No, but they're massive. And sometimes between October and March, you're almost guaranteed to see them in the water, but you can see collections of up to 50. You can be swimming amidst 50 massive, basically... You're kidding me! No, no, no. These are, like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. They're incredibly calm. The thing is that we need to respect them. It's kind of easy to go up and touch them, and the thing is to just try and swim with them and enjoy the presence, but not to do it 
um, you know, in a, go in away. A, in a I think way. I'd have hysterics. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, because they are they are massive now. But it is it is but really this is like a swimmer with a bunch of moving skyscrapers along with exactly. You. Because exactly. when I was in yeah. the Western Cape of of uh, South Africa, mm-hmm. I went out on a whale boat. Yeah, well, yeah. following the whales, and when this whale surfaces mm. and blows, yeah, yeah. they are enormous. Know, yeah, you yeah. have a lot of respect for Captain Ahab see, when, you, exactly, when you see them. Exactly. We need to talk. You know, Waterford in February this year had the most, most spectacular whale sightings ever. At some point, we'll do something on, on All Waterford. All right, okay. Um, so, but Tofo is very de- is definitely worth seeing. This long, long strand of beach. Now, during public holidays, it does get crowded by South Africans who come over with all their raucous, their camper vans and their speakers and they just have, you know, beach parties. But the beach is so long, you can just head a bit north or head a bit south and you can have the whole thing to yourself again. Now, the the sort of the diving places, the, or the, the famous surfing places, Bad and Tofino, they do get wiped out. They get just crowded. But, other, but that's, you know, that's only a few days in a year. Otherwise, you're going to be the only person on the beach. There's no high-rise hotels. There's no big concrete cement edifices. Basically, you're going to be staying in either a beachside hut or, a, or some sort of cabin or a bungalow or an old colonial guest house. It'll cost you can get it for ten pounds a night. I was I stayed in a beach hut for twenty euros a night, my own little beach hut. You get a bungalow for fifty euros a night. So it's not expensive. Pristine beach. Um it is but definitely I'd worth be going. scared with uh, staying in this beach hut on the beach that someone would come and steal my iPhone. I know, and that's like so many African beaches, there's the little protected beach right in front of the hotel, and if you go a bit east or west or north to south, you're gonna be robbed. It's not the case in Mozambique. These are people who have been through war. All it, they just there is no sense of attacking West Westerners. It's all everyone looking after, uh, like everyone protecting each other. There's a lovely, lovely feeling in Mozambique. They don't have a word of English now, to be fair. So you just have to hope that you have enough Spanish. You know, they're speaking Portuguese, but you to speak your Spanish slowly. What do you mean, my Spanish? One Spanish. Nobody, has, very few of us in Ireland are Portuguese. You know, right. unless well, with the Brazilians coming in, we, we're hoping to. So the main town on your way to Tofu, it's just a few miles away, is in Hambane. And it is like, a, it was the old colonial resort town for people to getting out of Maputo or, or getting out of inland in Mozambique. And it's like any sort of seaside town, beautiful uh, sort of old colonial veranda vi- vi- Buildings, sea, uh, shade, tree-shaded streets, lovely restaurants using the local fish in the area. Now, we've done the seven-hour bus up to, up to Vitofu. I had to have a long talk to myself whether I was going to get onto the bus again for the five hours up to Vilanculo. I don't mind five another hours. Another five hours. Yeah, I know, but I wouldn't have minded that. But then it's another 12 hours back to Maputo again for the flight. So what I did was I did the five hours up and then I flew back from Vilanculo. Why are you going to Vilanculo? Mainly because of the archipelago de, Baraz- de Bazaruta, which is this tropical paradise of like dolphins, fish eagles, pink flamingos, turtles, bush books. Very few people there. The only way, the, base, the best way of going out, you're going to hire a dhow, a big traditional Arab sailing boat, and go out sailing into the archipelago, landing on the islands, touching... <clears throat> A bit like these, a bit like the Galapagos, touching animals who have no fear of humans, like they haven't been hunted. Um, but in the water, the thing is, you've got to at some point go, either learn snorkeling or learn scuba diving or, or just professional. No, I have to say, go on. Like I am a huge, like haven't done a huge amount of it, mm-hmm. but love it, snorkeling and scuba diving. I mean, if you get the right kind of water, 
it is an amazing experience, I must say. Yeah, and these waters, like they haven't been overfished, they haven't been overbothered by tourists. So you'll have turtles, common sight there, as big as paddling pools, just swimming all around you. You'll have barracudas, you'll have sharks, hopefully further away from you. Oh, what? Barracudas? Yeah. Come on now. I've only started. You have devil rays, you have scorpion fish. They all sound dangerous, and they are, to be fair. So you just wear a good... Ah, Moncon, come on. I'm not going to swim with barracudas. They have these metal mesh wetsuits, so you're quite protected, more or less, you know. No, diving there is spectacular. It's a common thing there. You just, you have particular protection gear on you. All right, but you have to be a certain kind of tourist to go to a country where nobody speaks any English, where the infrastructure is uh, uh, poor at best, and where you're kind of in very lonely places. Like, you've got to be a particular kind of tourist. I, I mean, I agree. The minutes, because people aren't going to see Mozambique in their tour schedule, so those are all out the window anyway. But I just want to say, if you are interested, it is definitely worth visiting. The thing about some like, but Vilanculo, where this beautiful, where this great diving is, and this archipelago, in fact, there's no backpacker lodging there. There's only expensive lodges, luxury lodges. Now, people will have been flown straight in there from from Maputo. So they don't get to see, the, the, and they'll always have a guide with them. So they don't get to notice the lack of, of English and they don't see the, the you know, the, the tougher infrastructure that's there. Oh, so you, I could. Now we're getting down kind of George mm-hmm. territory. Yeah, yeah. I could go to Maputo, get a get a plane up, that's hire it. a local guide who yeah. speaks English and he looks after it. Yeah, exactly. You can go, I mean, you can take a sailboat and just go on a Dow safari, which is, you're on this beautiful, big, traditional wooden uh, yeah. sailing boat with the, with the big traditional Arab sail and you're just going from island to island there's chefs on board cooking you the very best of food ah no my god why didn't you start with this <laughs> because you wouldn't have listened to my other stuff if I had <laughs> this is definitely of interest yeah yeah yeah. but I want to say something Go else on. about this when you were in the hut for yeah. 20 euros a night right did you have to cook your own meals yeah. then well, I just went to the local, there was a local cafe there and they had rice and beans and they have tourist food too. They had pancakes, I think, and sort of, you know, banana fritters and stuff. So there was there was fine food there. But just the best thing is to try and get back into the back of the village and find what the locals are eating. Find their big stews of, of bush meat and, and monkey and whatever and enjoy the real taste of the of the. Yeah, area. monkey brains apparently are a great delicacy in these kind of places. Now, now you're getting into the spirit of things. So, but in this place... <laughs> Do you know the furthest I ever went in this kind of stuff? My, I went to the Algarve for the first time 47 years ago on a kind of a honeymoon, delayed honeymoon. And I stopped and I ate uh, prawns that were cooked in the street. Ah, now, that was 47 years ago. That's the last time Impressive. I experimented. <laughs> and they're probably, are they, they wouldn't still be cooking them in the street now. And now it's all got posh in the Algarve. It's all posh it? in the Algarve yeah. now. But it wasn't 47 years ago. Nice. 47 years ago was like West Cork. Huh. Yeah, in yeah. 1950. <laughs> so, but wasn't the first charter flight ever in 1953, I think, from Gatwick to the south of Spain or to there? Well, yeah. And so I mean, was, you, you couldn't go You couldn't go to the Algarve from Dublin. You had oh, to go right. from London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you when see? you came home and said to people, I, I was in the Algarve, they had no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but that's the last time I experimented. They had a... A, a brazier. Mm-hmm. You know what a brazier do. is? A little coal charcoal burner. Yeah, well, some people make the mistake and think it's something else. But a brazier, and they had a brazier outside the fella's house, kind of, and he was sitting there and he put the prawns on it and then you bought a one, two, three prawns over there. <sighs> that's that's what we should be doing in the west of Ireland. There's no reason why we could be taking, you know, taking a few shrimp out and, and cooking it. 
Anyway. All right. Well, listen, before we leave Mozambique, yes. have you a farewell sort of thing? Oh, I've only started. Well, yeah, like the place I didn't go is the best place in Mozambique, but it was just too far. It would have required a big flight. It would have required three full days on the on the bus. It's <laughs> that place I mentioned, Ilha de Mozambique, the island of Mozambique. Oh, that, yeah. And this is this, it's basically a time warp village of cobbled colonial era. Though it has the oldest church in in the southern hemisphere, the oldest European church, the oldest castle in the whole of Africa. It is untouched, uh, sort of the old that old Dow and Portuguese sailing infrastructure from the 14th, 15th, 16th century. It's definitely, but then you're going to have to take uh, internal flights, which are easy. Mozambique Airlines is LAM, is LAM they're called, and they go everywhere. So uh-huh. there is the potential of an amazing beach holiday that is entirely safe, that'll cost you a fraction anywhere else. The problem is it's a long flight to get there. All right, okay, Mon come again, Tuesday travel. Uh, he'll be back next week in uh, the bosom of Ireland, which you know we alternate each week with Mon Don't forget, you can go to the website, the uh, newstalk.com uh, forward slash the right hook, and tonight is podcasted. Mon come again, Tuesday travel, every Tuesday at this time.